Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit, episode 75. In this episode, I've got a couple of call-ins to start off with, discuss those, and then I'm going to move in to talking about just what I've been doing lately in gaming, really. Hey, Spike Pit. A uh, really good start off to the uh, beginning of the series with you and Arfed talking about the uh, beginnings of gaming, I guess, at the household. Um, also brought back some memories of the early stuff I used to play, so keep up the uh, good work, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. So, yeah, as you can hear, I've got a little bit of feedback there from Larry Howe. Thanks for calling in, Larry. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, it definitely brought back memories for me as well. Um, some of them are a little bit faded, but definitely some things stick out in my mind and we've tried to include as much as that in the episodes as we can. I'd originally planned that it might be a sort of series of three episodes, but um, I'm still going through editing and it's looking like it's going to be closer to four, maybe even five I don't want them to be too long and I'm trying to break them at places that make sense and perhaps on the next one do a little bit more sort of analysis afterwards uh, give that a whirl see how we go but yeah thanks for taking time to call in Larry always good to hear from you and now for another familiar voice hello brothers green I liked hearing about how you guys started and where you go and I in the bathroom. I really liked hearing about the bathroom, the scary walk to the bathroom. Oh, my God. That's very fun. Well, Ivy, thanks for calling in. I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, chat with my brother, Arfed. Um, and, yeah, Mrs. McConaughey, she ran some super scary adventures. I mean, some of it slightly because we were young, but um, I've got quite a vivid imagination, and uh, yeah, it doesn't take a lot to kind of creep me out. It, it's sort of not even so much what's getting talked about, but I hear something in a story, and then my mind just runs with it. Uh, funnily enough, I was listening to DM Dad earlier today whilst I was at work, and the subject of um, the fringe came up. Um, Rich Fraser rang in and was recommending that uh, Robert, the DM dad, watch the fringe. And <laughs> I've, I started watching the fringe and really enjoyed it. However, every night after watching the fringe, I would have the worst nightmares and restless sleep. Um, The content of the shows was nothing particularly scary. It was just kind of weird. But it it must have done something to my brain. That's all I can think. It just kind of got inside my head. And I'd have these really freaky and vivid nightmares. To the point, I actually had to stop watching the show. And I, I really enjoyed it. But I couldn't, I couldn't face the nightmares, and I've never ever had uh, an experience anything like that before. I don't know what it was, but um, 
I'm tempted to revisit it. Uh, put my big boy pants on and um, yeah, revisit the fringe and see if it still has that effect on me. It wasn't all that long ago, and <clears throat> I was on some medication at the time, and I'm I'm wondering if it was a combination of factors. So watch this space. I'll have to try it out and give you all an update. But uh, yeah, freaky stuff. But cheers for calling in, Ivy. And uh, hope to hear from you again soon. So I don't know if it's just me, but there seems to be quite a lot of activity on the the OSR Anchorites podcasting scene at the moment. I haven't been doing as much gardening because the weather... And uh, the fact that it's seasonal work means that there's less going on. And I've moved into some more indoor type jobs where it's less easy to consume my usual diet of podcasts. However, I do think that there are more. So I've been doing a, a little bit of catching up and there's some definitely some great stuff going on. I'm enjoying in particular DM Dad. He's... Um, banging out like an episode a day with uh, a selection of Christmas carols and music. It's seemingly an episode a day. And the last one I listened to was featuring The Waitresses. I didn't know they were called The Waitresses. I was familiar with the song and oh my days, do I love that stuff. I um, (laughs) am... I've got a bit of a soft spot for American female vocalists from back in the day. Um, It's probably kind of embarrassing to admit. Um, I'm not too fussed about admitting it, but it is probably like um, a knock to any credibility I may may have at one time had. (laughs) But yeah, I quite like, like Cindy Lauper and the Bangles and um, whoever the girl was who did 99 Red Balloons. (laughs) I'm no muso, man, so this is not the place to be enlightened about music, but uh, I just kind of like the vibe, and it it sort of brings back um, my my sort of childhood growing up in the 80s, and I kind of uh, associate some of that stuff with gaming because... Oftentimes I would be doing, I used to do like a paper round and uh, I had, well, I moved up to a Walkman, but before that I used to have like this real sketchy Philips, what they call personal stereo. (laughs) And it was a Skymaster 4, if I recall rightly. And um, anybody living in the UK would know a place called Argos, it's like a catalogue shop. And I remember saving up my money from delivering the local free papers. And uh, I, I went into like town with clutching my, um, my bag of coins. In fact, it probably wasn't even coins at that time. We probably still had pound notes and stuff. Uh, and going into Argos and getting myself my first personal personal stereo, and at the at the time you had to order batteries also, but you didn't get them from Argos because you could always get them cheaper somewhere else, and it was a bit of a scam if you um, 
if you went into Argos and got the batteries as well because you'd have to pay through the nose. So as a shrewd youngster back in the day, there was no way I was going to pay their exorbitant prices for batteries. Anyway, I uh, I got my Skymaster 4 Philips personal stereo and I'd, I'd listen to all the likes of um, the hits of the day. But in particular, yeah, I used to enjoy a little bit of the bangles and walk like an Egyptian and 99 red balloons and girls just want to have fun. And uh, I, I can't say as I know why, really. I also used to like Transvision Vamp. There was uh, the lead singer was a woman called Wendy James. And I always quite liked uh, the different the different vibe. Um, any, any girls that would were a little bit different would kind of catch my eye. And uh, I, I used to get strange looks from my friends. Because <laughs> I'd go, oh, yeah, yeah she, there's I quite like her, you know, there's something about her, whatever. And, um, yeah, wow. Anyway, this is not a confession. It's a podcast. Good grief. I... Windowing out. I'm windowing out, Ray. So I never got to the gaming relevance after all of that. So I got my personal stereo. I'm listening to my Transvision Vamp bangles, whatever. On the way to meeting up with my, my budskis and my mates, I used to ride my sort of um, my, my second-hand racer <laughs> with the drop handlebars and... Uh, <laughs> or later, that was a, a BMX that I built myself. That was another thing I used to do. Anyway, so I'd ride either of those off to my mates and I'd always have my personal stereo on, uh, playing some tunes on the way to uh, the D&D session. That was, of course, before the satanic panic and the church shut me down, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> Now, I need to shout out to the Hobster, Jason Hobbs. I've been having a blast over the last couple of weeks playing in the Kalmata International online game. That's what Jason's called it. And um, if you haven't heard about this or seen rumblings of it on the Audio Dungeon, basically... Mr. Hobbs has been running a band, a varying band of adventurers, numbering six PCs, and basically, on both occasions, we've managed to rustle up six kind of NPC hirelings, porters, henchmen, etc. So we've been going out in a, a pretty big old crew into the jungles of Kalmata. Um, if you want to kind of find out a little bit more, I did an episode um, last week. And just recently, John Large of Red Dice Diaries has done a blinding episode <laughs> recounting our exploits. And you can also catch our second adventure on um, Jason's YouTube He's got that posted up there. It was uh, live at the time, but I don't know how long it stays. 
I'm subscribed to Jason on YouTube and um, I don't know no I've not done my research I've got no idea how long that stuff stays there maybe forever for all I know but yeah check us out it, it is quite amusing uh, unfortunately <laughs> I can't stop laughing for through most of it um, which I guess uh, is is not that professional you don't you don't catch uh the critical role folks just uh laughing non-stop throughout the whole episode but hey what can i do it was funny but i'm really enjoying the old style of play i've said it before no doubt i'll say it again but the whole highlands getting the highlands from the rip in at the beginning the ripping is um is a blast uh, Jason pulled out this, I think he was uh, a torchbearer or a porter, but this guy with no nose, and he did like this funny voice, and, you know, all the gags were there, so that was funny. <laughs> uh, um, then we tried to hire this dwarf, and, um, yeah, he, he 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 was like this henchman, and he looked pretty... You know, he looked pretty tasty, and I thought, oh, yeah, let's get him on board. But he was having none of it. He was most reluctant. Uh, he's a bit of a dwarf outcast, so I can see why he got cast out now, really. Um, and, yeah, there was a lot of to-ing and fro-ing with that. We had um, a duel at the beginning with John's character, Lorik. And, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was just all good fun. And it, it's... It's all a bit of a novelty for me. I'm still pretty new to the online play. Like I said, I've been in, I've been impressed with what Roll Twenty does, and uh, Hangouts seems pretty steady as well for the audio and the vid- uh, video. But the thing the thing that gets me the most is for my whole my whole time role playing, I've always been in a, a kind of a set group. And I've only just recently been going to cons and stuff and, and playing with some new people. But it's really good to um, get online from the comfort of your own home and be playing with people all across the world. We've got Gabriel from Uruguay, uh, Jason and a couple of different Aaron's and guys from the States. Then we've got John and my brother over here. Um, I've I've got a couple of ideas that I might be able to kind of get some guys from Scandinavia involved. My old friend, who I was best man at his wedding, he's moved to Norway, and he he always used to play D and D with us when we were kids. And uh, perhaps I'll try and see if I can get him to play at least one game and try it out. Um, you know, the possibilities are, are kind of endless, really. Uh, and it's, oh, yeah. And, and the other thing is, um, America being such a big country, we had uh, Cody M, Cody the Mysterious. He came on playing Narda the Thief, uh, basically dragged himself 
out of bed at some ungodly hour. <laughs> and it was hilarious. When he popped up, he was in darkness. And as the session wore on, the kind of sun rose in um, Los Angeles or near Los Angeles. Well, out that way on the West Coast anyway. And, um, yeah, it just goes to show it's um, it's just a real eye-opener. And I've, I'm really enjoying it. So, um Thanks to you, Mr. Hobbs. Enough respect. Really enjoying the game and uh, look forward to future sessions. As you know, I've been doing some recording with Arfed. We've been talking about board games, uh, our early experience of the hobby, etc. And um, if you've been on the Audio Dungeon, you may be aware that uh, I've been playing a little bit of a game called Gloomhaven. And mostly because... Arfed is tinkering with some rules ideas. I think he's looking to put a little bit of a fledgling system together for running his his games. Uh, um, I don't know too much about it yet, but, um, you know, watch this space. But he wants to do something with cards, and uh, Gloomhaven's got some interesting card mechanics in there. Basically, uh, from memory, I've only played it once, you the tendency is that you nearly always hit in combat um you state your intention then you draw from each each player's got a deck and i think there's one miss in the deck and then the rest is varying amounts of damage there's uh like a x well like a plus one to your standard damage then there's like flat damage then there's various little special effects and the idea is that as you proceed through the the game you get additional cards that are added into that that combat deck and you you take out lesser cards and replace them with upgrades now yeah i, I can see an attraction with this um, and it's something that we're going to talk about a little bit more in probably episode four, maybe five of Board Game Brothers. If it goes to five, it'll probably be four. But um, yeah, we talk about dice and cards. Uh, I, I think I mentioned this before, but uh, Ray Otis of Plundergrounds, he did a, a good episode on dice and... Um, you know, how dice are used in games and, and all the stuff you can do with dice and random tables. So if you haven't heard that, definitely an interesting one to check out. But, you know, if you've heard Plundergrounds before, you know they're all interesting. Ray's got a real knack for chatting about design and stuff. So, um, yes, talking of Ray, I'm going to, be uh, recording an episode with him soon. We've got we've got a few topics to talk about, and I've I'm also lining up uh, a few other interviews. Um, gonna do something with Cody M, and I've got an interview with Frank T coming up. Both of those later this week, so we'll see how it goes. Like I say, I'm gonna try out Zencaster. I know what ja I know that's what Jason uses. I've done a little bit of a, a test. It works pretty good, works better than Anchor. 
So uh, there's like a, it is a paid for thing, but you can get a, a free trial. So I thought I might as well take advantage of that, and um, you know then maybe move on to some other stuff. There is a possibility of doing some recording with Discord using a bot, but um, I kind of think that might be a little bit more unwieldy. But I could be wrong. So um, that might be the next thing I try. Well, this episode come a little bit out of the blue, really. I I wasn't intending to waffle on quite so long. And, uh, yeah, I've been a little bit self-indulgent, perhaps. But uh, it kind of reminds me of some of my earlier episodes where I just sort of uh, came on Anchor to chat for a while, really. So... Ah, maybe there's no crime in that. <laughs> Hopefully I haven't put any listeners off. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll get some more rich gaming content in the next episode. Uh, we live in hope. Anyway, thanks to Happy Whisk and Larry Hout for calling in at the front end of the episode there. As always, I encourage anybody, please call in to Spike Pit. Give me something to ramble about and... Perhaps I won't subject you to tales of my olden days buying personal stereos with my paper round money. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening and um, take care of yourselves. Catch you later.